The Bible starts with Genesis chapter 1, and by Genesis chapter 3, man's done embraced. What? Ladies, gents, dogs, and fleas, pull up a chair and sit on those knees. We've got a story to tell you we're still learning about. Welcome to Talk the Walk. I'm Henry Moses. I'm Gabriel Moses. We're super happy to be here, and thank you for joining us wherever you may be. Whoo, man. What an intro. Yeah. That's different. Trying to keep it real. Trying to mix it up. Kind of made me want to talk like that. I kind of... Feel like talking well, about like that now. Look, we I, apparently do. I can't speak any slower than I already do. Mm-hmm. We were hanging out with Jen yesterday. We wonder how far off we are from what you just did. Yeah, we do. I, I, me especially. I think, I think my speech is slow. Slow. I got told one time we went to Michigan because we have family in Michigan, of course, and and uh, so we went up there and. This lady told me, and it's funny because I took it as a compliment at the time, but now after the story we're about to tell, I don't know. Not so sure now. So we get up there, and and this lady's talking to me, and and I'm talking to her. I think it was it. I think it was a grandma's funeral or something like that, and maybe grandpa's. Anyway, and because both our grand our our grandparents are are from the north, and so. Anyway, she's talking, and I'm talking to her, and she goes, "How oh, you just love your speech? It's." So relaxed. It's so slow, you know. That could be a compliment. And then also, on top of that, one of my clients one time said, talking to you is like talking to agriculture. What the world does that mean? I don't Agriculture? It's like talking to agriculture. So I think it's because the slowness, you know. Agriculture's out there just kind of growing slowly, relaxed. People who work in agriculture? Like I, I no, I don't know. <laughs> like talking to agriculture, it doesn't sound like you know. <laughs> it doesn't sound like like uh, as if she said if she just said it's like talking to Speedy Gonzalez or yeah, I'm talking to a rap star. No, I think it's the opposite of that. Hey, this is just about to be about. This is just about being comfortable with whatever yeah. you are, because somebody who talks fast. Might not yeah. really like being told they talk fast. Or they might love that. Yeah. But that's funny because you do talk slow. Yeah. I just Apparently, as we learned. Chill, relaxed. But so, yeah. So we're talking to Jenny yesterday. And she was talking all the way. She said she was how she was listening to the podcast and felt like, man, they're really on their game today. This and that. And their thoughts are coming quick. Boom, 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 boom. Everything's just kind of rolling. They're fast. They're rolling. And, and uh yeah, it turns out she had it on 1.25 speed, which if if people don't know out there, you can there's a little setting when you're listening to your podcast, you can change it to one and a quarter speed, one and a half, I think one seven five and two or something like that. And this was my first I've never heard of that you could even foray do that. into that. So if you push if you push your if you know, it speeds you up. It, it kind of takes out the gaps a little bit, the pauses in between and Anyway, so we we so we were messing around with it yesterday at, at you know coffee and Jenny you know pulls it up and 
puts it on and it's funny because I sound then at 1.25 speed I sound like I'm kind of on everybody else's speed of speech speed of speech that's yeah. a thing yeah apparently that's a thing possibly and I ain't got it <laughs> it did sound normal I, I didn't feel yeah. like I sounded normal I felt like I was sounding a little fasty talk yeah but you did sound even at 1.25 like normal normal talking I was like that is interesting I guess I'm talking about a quarter slower than <laughs> than the average I'm just human pretty being. Chill in my yeah, apparently. So we, we I'm te- good we're, with it. We're Texan. I'm good with that's it. But we, I thought that's what know, we learned hey, is we're Texan. Maybe if uh, maybe if I maybe if I talk really slow, ladies and gentlemen, dogs and fleas, you pull up a chair and sit on those. You know, then maybe it'll make the rest of it sound fast and you know like the rest of society <laughs> good luck <laughs> it is what it is yeah it is what it is so I, I went to walk to Emmaus yes talk about that how was that yeah I guess this is about all I can talk about it <laughs> that's all I can it. say you said it I went to walk to Emmaus. There, I just talked about it. Well, that was fascinating, man, and amazing. Sounds amazing. Yeah. Wasn't it? <laughs> Wasn't it awesome? But I'm part of you guys' cult. I'm, I'm appreciative of that. And to the listener, they don't have a clue. Maybe some people never even heard of Walk to Emmaus. I always wonder that. So Walk to Emmaus, and we talked about it a few weeks ago a little bit, but but it was a, it was a, it's just a retreat with God. And let me tell you now. And there's something I can say that you're going to know if you end up going on it is you, you don't get to bring a watch. Yeah. You yeah. don't get to have your phone. Yep. No technology. Yep. And you get dropped off. You, know, you don't even get to bring your car own car. So it's not like you can just go drive out of there. And it's off a good distance outside of town. I don't know if they're normally that way or what. But, but the whole idea... The whole idea, of course, is to dive into your relationship with the Lord, take it to another level with no distractions, nothing around you. And it was cool, Gabe. I will say this, and this isn't giving anything away. And I can see now, before, I'm like, come on, y'all can say something. (laughs) Uh, No, 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 nobody says anything. There's a reason for that. You just don't want to mess it up for anybody that's going to go. You don't want to mess it up. It would be selfish. You know what I've noticed, though? The not having, being shut off from everything. You know, the Bible says to cast all your cares upon the Lord. And that his His yoke is easy, his burden is light. It says to be anxious for nothing. Well, not having those distractions. I was looking around the room, just kind of watching everybody. And it's probably the most relaxed group of people. And you're talking about there was law enforcement guys in there. And that was the other cool thing. There was people from all types of walk law enforcement, people fresh out of prison ministers. You know, it was just really all different, all different races, you know, really a cool thing to watch the way man. And I could really talk a lot about that, but we don't have too much time for chill talk. But it, but I, the cool thing was watching everybody, the relaxed state they were in, because they weren't anxious. Hmm. They weren't anxious. 
There was no anxiety there because you're shut off from all the things of the world that the yeah. world tells you is important. That's interesting, yeah. And they're just, everybody looked relaxed. Young, youthful, vibrant, you know, great fellowship. And that's what we're called to do. We're called to, to, to live a life free from anxiety. Paul said, be anxious for nothing. I like that because it, that's, that's interesting. I, I didn't think about that on my walk or catch it, but that is true. You don't have to be anything there. There's none, none of whatever mm-hmm. you are is very relevant. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, it doesn't have any bearing. All the pressures yeah. of life. Attorneys, are, firefighters, yeah. yep. ditch diggers. Yep. I mean, from anything yep. to everything like that is, yeah. There's they no let there's, mortgage lenders in there. It, I mean, yeah. <laughs> that was risky. <laughs> yeah. But they allowed it. That that's yeah. They can be yeah, yeah. You're it. None of it really matters. So you are. You're more likely to be just who you are, which is and what God calls us to be, be. Yeah, on a regular basis. So it was cool to get to have that. Oh, that's a good reminder to put my phone on silent. <laughs> uh, that was nephew Creighton shooting me a text about the sermon that I'm going to be doing this next week. But but um, but. It really was kind of a wake-up call just in that area. Without, I feel like I can say that without giving anything away. I've just, and that's not even what this podcast is about mm-hmm. at all. Um, but it, it really was a cool. One of the big things I got out of Mace that I can share with people is we really are called not to be anxious. We really are called, and, and if we're putting our faith in God on a consistent basis, we have the opportunity. To, to, to be free of anxiety. It's up. It's a, our decision. It's how we spend our times. Do we, where do we choose to put things in place? And I know we've talked about this before, but if we put the grace of God and the goodness of God and the kingdom of God first mm-hmm. and seek that first, then everything else will be added to us. Mm-hmm. And we can live a life free of anxiety in this world that is loaded with anxiety. Oh yeah. There's you opportunity know. everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty cool deal. There we go. That's my. That's what I can share about Emmaus. I like that Emmaus. Emmaus. You gave away nothing but told yeah. some good stuff. That's hard yeah. to do. Yeah, it's tough. That's hard. It's to so do. hard. I know you're constantly because I because you just want to tell everybody about it. Yep. So I I have all the more respect for you having come out of it, and you didn't you didn't. That had to be painful. You didn't have anybody in our family. We have a big family. You had nobody that you could really talk about it with. Nope. You know. So nope. but now you do, and it's not really a cult. But it was. I, I just like to. I think I'm funny, so I like to do that. I even did that the other night at the at, at a when I was hanging around a group of guys from Emmaus. I, I hit them with that, and they laughed. You know, because some people say that because it sounds culty. It's a little scary. It is. Like, you know. It, I mean. Somebody disappears for three days, three yeah. and a half what days. They come, they come back an alien. <laughs> they, you know, and you're like, what happened? What, what? I can't talk about it. Yeah. I mean, what are you supposed to think? What I tell you when we were walking in, you can tell who's leaving and who's staying. Uh-huh. Because the ones that are leaving are all happy and laughy. The ones that are staying are like, have these grim looks on their Is faces. Is it too late to quiet. leave? Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Is it too late to sneak out? Oh, I was. I was like, get me here you talking about three days my whole weekend a bunch of dudes i don't know from adam 
you know. It's well, neat though. Speaking of Adam, it's neat though. What? It's neat though, just because um, it is God approaches each person uniquely. At, yeah. At this no stage. question, so, I would recommend everybody do it. You know, get get just get with get with somebody that's been and get yourself sponsored and go. Yes. Yeah. I so recommend it. I found out our my church in Headley. If anybody wants to go, they'll pay for it. And that goes to church there, obviously. Mm. They'll they will pay for them to go, mm, and they sponsor. will sponsor them up and make Send sure them. they get to go. I thought that was a cool deal. There's a reason. Yeah. So, because I'm planning on sponsoring Jenny, but apparently it's already in the works from the church. There, they were already on it and getting with uh-huh. people. And, you know, so pretty cool deal. Pretty cool deal. But yeah, man, I had a perfect lead in. And, uh, it seemed like you were about. I did, but but we were man. You're talking about walk to Emmaus, <laughs> you know. And so I don't want to cut that short. <clears throat> but we're talking about. So so I want to use that lead in. So I'm gonna go back to yeah, it. Yeah, do it. I was talking about not knowing any of the guys from Adam. And speaking of Adam, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna be doing a a three part podcast series. Which we haven't done before, uh-huh. and uh, and 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 leading, obviously in the Christ- Christmas, the, the third one will come out the week of, uh, will be the last podcast before Christmas. Let's go, and so and so uh, so keep that in mind. Uh, what we're going to be covering today with the with the fall of man, kind of what led into that, it's not very exciting, Gabe. Yeah. It, it, but while, you know, while diving into it, while studying and preparing for it today, I was, I was just taken with the, the gravity, which is fitting for the fall. <laughs> you know, it definitely takes gravity to have a fall and it has great gravity. The fall <laughs> of Satan, of all of man, yeah. you know, yeah. I just felt it was just one thing after the other. But the gravity of it, you know, when you're studying something, does it ever take you to that place? Do you ever feel like you're all of a sudden there? Mm-hmm. And so that was quite the, so I'm sitting there studying about, and let's, let's kind of talk about that first, Gabe. I gave you a scripture to, to read in Proverbs. If you will hit me with your best shot. All right. Let's see here. Okay. It's Proverbs. So, what, it, what chapter? 16. Yep. Verse 18. What? 18 through 20, I think you said. Uh, 18 and 19. 18 and 19. So this, uh, this says, Pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. It is better to be of a lowly spirit with the poor than to divide, than to divide the spoil with the proud. It goes, pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Mm-hmm. And you think about the greatest fall of all time. Oh. I think there's two of them. It's hard to, it's hard to really figure. I guess, yeah, no, the fall of man would be the worst, obviously. But boy, because man are going to be placed over the angels um, to rule over them. Once we're in heaven and 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 in the kingdom of God, but for now, um, 
so before man, it was you know Satan and his angels, and and and, uh, and they were abiding in heaven with God. And what happened? You know, we we look at uh, we look here at Revelations twelve, or excuse me, Isaiah fourteen twelve through fifteen talks about the fall of Satan, and and he says. How you are fallen from heaven, O day star, son of dawn. Day star, son of dawn. Like, what a what an amazing name. Yeah. You think about it, he really was glorified, lifted up. Not above God, but he was to a place that was lifted up so much that he was called day star, son of dawn. And then the next scripture, or the next line says, How are you how you are cut down to the ground, you who laid the nations low. You said in your heart. I will ascend to heaven above the stars of God. I will set my throne on high. I will sit on the mount of assembly in the far reaches of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will make myself like the most high, but you are brought down to Sheol to the far reaches of the pit. Hmm. I mean... That's freaky. Yeah, that's freaky. You think about Gabe. You're you're in heaven. Imagine it. you put yourself there. So that's how I was sitting there thinking about it. And just it's almost movie-esque. You're in heaven, you're in the glory of God. What more what what, what else could you lack? You're given everything you need and then some. You're in the presence of the Lord. Everything's yeah. perfect. What's the one thing you don't have? I don't see the highest thing. position. No, the highest position. It wasn't good enough. Yeah. And you stand there before you before God, and you think, and the thought creeps in your head. And game, I don't even know how does the thought creep into your head. I think I need to get that thrown. I think that would be the question, the main question. How, you know, where did that come from? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. You're sitting there and you're, you're looking at him. And do you think that God doesn't know what you're thinking? Uh, oh, what do you think? Oh, <laughs> what are your I, I think he would. I think it would be a strange moment. I. I think it brings up all sorts of questions, the theological questions. Did God know he was going to do it? Yeah. When it happened, did God plan what was going to happen at that moment? Were we thinking about what he was going to do later with Adam and Eve at that moment? What do you I think mean, life was like then? Majestic. I mean, can you? it's something that's hard to even comprehend. And it's not, the Bible doesn't speak to it. It's not. So we're just having a conversation here. But but you're in heaven. There's no need for sleep. You're with God Almighty. Yeah. You're surrounded by nothing but pure love. Yeah. You know, I, and I know he wouldn't. What's the place what we're the all trying to get to? But but you do have to wonder. Do you do you have? Does Satan ever think 
I messed up. No. I don't think so either. It was straight streets and no, But I would. I do not believe. I mean, you have. No, I don't think so either because he's blinded to his own lies. Mm-hmm. But it's just crazy. I mean, I, I'm like, how could you not think that? How could you? You talk about the pride that crept in. Mm-hmm. The pride that said, what I have is not enough. I must have that throne. I mean, you're giving me all sorts of weird thoughts here with this because I'm like, it's weird the way you said the pride that crept in. I'm like, so this evil that crept mm-hmm. in, almost like that was Satan. The pride that crept in was Satan that crept in on Satan. I know we're getting somewhere weird here, but I'm like, you think about that. All of a sudden, you know, what infected him like that? Mm-hmm. A pure evil into one of God's angels. What is that? Where did that, how did that happen? Mm-hmm. Where did that evil come from? That sin? We don't know that. Yeah. But it's a, it's just, it's neither here nor there. Doesn't make a lick of difference um, to us in our walk. But it's just a fascinating thing that I've, I've wondered where did, where did that come from? That seed of sin that hit Satan and gave him the thought. I think I'd rather be God than mm-hmm. be above God. Yeah, you're and it is there. pride. The only way it's going to happen is if you're you're looking at God because I, I don't know. You know, it's hard to imagine exactly the pearly gates, this and that. Man's drawn so many different things. Yeah, and I heard a, a preacher talking about it not too long ago. The idea of heaven, and I think how it's described by John in the Bible is is basically the best description that man could give it but but probably actually does no justice to what it actually is yes. and what it actually looks like. Yeah. And so we imagine what do you imagine? Ima- imagining heaven, imagining perfection at the beginning of time. What are your thoughts? What are your th- my, how do you envision it? They're so limited are my thoughts on this because it's just it's what the Bible said. I imagine streets of gold. Yeah. I do imagine these beautiful gates made of pearl, white pearl. I do. Okay, my mm-hmm. mind put in the grass, mm-hmm. but it says he'll put you beside green pasture. So I like mm-hmm. he'll lay in green pastures. So I'm like, mm, that was like mm, talking about down here on earth. But mm-hmm. my mind put in a lot of mm-hmm. beautiful grass. Okay. I see the tree of knowledge of grass that never gets trampled, never has weeds. It's just all good. Never, yeah, just perfect grass. Like Street grass that we probably never even imagined. Yeah, soft to lay on. I mean, it talks about preparing mansions, although in my heart, I don't believe that is what that means. And I'm like, you don't need a mansion. What do you need a mansion for? You have God. What do you need to live in a house? What for? That's a whole debate. It's what it says. I don't, what the Bible I don't, says. I don't see, I don't want to debate it. I don't want to get in a debate, but that's just, I'm like, what do you need any mansion for when you have God? I see that's, that's just my feelings on it. But I'm like, I see blue skies, you know, Mm -hmm. I just imagine Rivers, just, uh, you know, pretty simple. But the glory of God's all there, everywhere in there. And I imagine, well, I always wonder, who, what, we, what are we going to look like? What does our soul, soul look like? What does it see as each other's souls are floating around with no legs? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think so. I think, like, but, it, but basically a state of perfection. See, I imagine a massive throne. A, a glorious throne that God sits upon. Um, 
And of course, fellowship. We are created to fellowship. There's a reason where two or three are gathered in his name. There he is in the midst of them. Mm-hmm. You know, so definitely fellowship. I do. I imagine streets of gold and 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 insane lakes and pure water and and joy, pure joy. You know, Peace. I do imagine the, the the different mansions and and houses and whatnot. You know, um, but all this is going on. You know, this mm-hmm. this is where Satan's at. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Okay. So that's where we're sins going never crept in. And then, and then he stops looking at God and turns his gaze inward yeah. upon himself. Yeah. And you could say that, I mean, that's the first sin that we know about. That would be the first sin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pride jumped in and led to this again. How you are fallen from heaven, O day star, son of dawn. How you are cut down to the ground who laid the nations low. You said in your heart, I will ascend to heaven above the stars of God. I mean, that's a scary thought, brother. That is a scary thought. Let me read, let me read to you Revelation chapter 12, verse 9. And y'all, Gabe is getting over. Gabe's playing injured today. He he was stayed home a little bit sick yesterday, but he's in here recording up today. Um, Okay, Revelation 12, 7 through 9 talks about the war in heaven. It says, now war, which this is just such a crazy thought. Now war rose in heaven. Michael and his angels, Michael the beast. Oh, yeah. Fighting against the dragon. And the dragon and his angels fought back, but he was defeated, and there was no longer any place for their, them in heaven. And the great dragon was thrown down. That ancient serpent, who is called the devil and Satan, the deceiver of the world, he was thrown down to the earth. And his angels were thrown down with him. A third of them. Yeah. Just choosing to rise up. I mean, this is what pride does. Yeah, how do you convert a third of God's angels? A third. It's not like, you know, 10 of them. It's like, okay. And again, you're thinking that you have the ability to to rise above God. Yeah, they had to have all believed it. That you could dethrone God. Yeah. They're walking around in heaven. I mean, they were missing a piece of information. If, look, if I'm one of these angels and I'm in heaven and they're coming up to me and someone says, Hey, I need to talk to you. One, you got to think, Gabe, you got to think that he wasn't the only one with the pride. He wasn't the only one sitting around there kind of thinking, I deserve some glory. I deserve some glory because. He had to know, have an idea who he could go talk to. He didn't go around like, like, uh, uh, oh, what's his name? What's the main agency? Smith on the Matrix, you know, sticking <laughs> his hand into angels and turning them into him. Mm, right. You know, mm. there had to be something starting to set in on some of these that he had an idea who he can get. Like if a rebellion has started, you have an idea 
of who might be able to be on your side. Yeah. Like, uh, um, on Huffer at October, you know, right. Right. Uh, Ramius. Yeah. Marco Ramius. Uh huh. Just didn't sound right. Okay. But he knew what officers that he could get involved to, to be able to steal a Russian and, Russian and submarine, yeah. Come to America and, and leave <laughs> Russia, right? So anyway, you know though beforehand you start to have an idea, and this is all conjecture, but but uh I think I think he had to have an idea of of some angels that were looking to themselves that were kinda like him. And he goes around, gets them to rise up and, and let's go to war. We're going to war with God. Yeah. And that doesn't happen, gets cast down to earth. And yay, we get the dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we get the dude and his demons. And that leads to the fall of us. Yay. Us people. Yay. Yay. We're given the opportunity. We're given the same opportunity Satan had. And there's debate, Gabe, of is it is it was man created before the fall of Satan? I've heard it debated. I haven't really dug too much into it. Or did the fall of Satan happen first? Because some people like I've heard it argued that that Satan, the reason he became angry and rose up, is because because God created man, and man is going to be placed above the angels and and all this, and so mm-hmm. he became jealous of that and felt like he should say, I, I don't know about all that. I haven't dug into it. It's an interesting thought. What I do know for sure is that he came after man quickly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. He came, the Bible starts with Genesis chapter one and by Genesis chapter three, man's done embraced the big P word. Not PP, not podcast partner uh-huh. before you jump in on all that. Uh-huh. Man is endorsed what? I was like, P. P. What starts? Pride. Oh, I was like, sin. Yeah, that's an S word, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, pride. Yeah. They've gone the way of the pride, brother. Well, he picked the same thing that he was a, you know, came into his mind. Let's, can we be God? And he's like, well, obviously that works. Let's put it on God's creation. Yeah. Yeah. You, You can be like God. Let's instill in them the same thing that's happened to me. Uh, Genesis chapter 3, verse 1 through 8. Okay, chapter 3, I'm getting there. Verses 1 through 8. And it's titled simply, The Fall. Mm -hmm. Now the serpent was more crafty than any other beast of the field that the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, did God actually say, you shall not eat of any tree in the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, we may eat the fruit of the trees in the garden, but God said, you shall not eat the fruit of the tree that is in the midst of the garden. Neither shall you touch it lest you die. But the serpent said to the woman, you won't surely die. God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So he's appealing to the you. Mm-hmm. You will be like God. Same thing. Same thing. Same thing. Yeah. You'll be like God. 
your eyes will be open. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, there was a delight to the eyes that the tree was desired to make one wise. She took its fruit, ate, gave some to her husband. He ate and both their eyes were open. They knew where they were naked. They sewed fig leaves together and made themselves loincloths. They went and hid. They knew. Yeah. They knew. They went and hid. And thinking about it, brother, you get tempted, you get pride, you get fall, you end up falling, and you hide. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think? I think it's sad. I think is they were naive and innocent, right? They mm-hmm. they seem so the way she described it, she's like, He said we're not supposed to do it. So they've just been created. They just now he God just breathed the breath of life into them through their nostrils, and now they exist, all's well, and there's no sin. Satan sneaks up on her and he I love it. He's he's telling her this evil. He's trying to pitch her. And she's so innocent. She just says, well, we're not supposed to do that. Mm-hmm. And she's not angry about it. She's not offended at him because there's no offense to be had. She's not sinful. She's a neat woman who has no sin in her. She's not spiteful. She's not like, oh, I see what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no bad attitude in her. And she just straightly says, God says this. That's what he said. You know, I love it. There's no offense. She just speaks the truth. And then he, you know, then he starts to work Mm -hmm. it. And it's sad. He introduces the sin into her. And, um, oh, wait. So there's something being withheld from me. Well, she didn't give a hoot about that before. She didn't care. So to me, it's the most tragic thing of all time. Mm -hmm. Is he, you know, his betrayal, his, his betrayal of, what was what God had laid out for Adam and Eve? They were so, so um, not not even. You almost don't want to say content because content is like us. Yeah. We have to learn contentment, even in the midst of that's exactly strife right. and yeah. anger of the world. All the hard things we have to go through. What we're can, told to be content. Yeah. in Everything. She didn't have yeah. to learn to be content. She was. It's it, such a. It's such a content. Not contempt, <laughs> contentment <laughs> yeah. is the is the answer to all that. Mm-hmm. If we're content with what, what God's placed in us, if Adam and Eve, if Satan had been content, mm-hmm. which it's crazy, they were given so much, so much, everything, so crazy much, both of them. How could you not? You think how could you not be content? With what the Lord has blessed you with, but are we not? <laughs> I mean, we look around right now, Gabe. It's, I catch myself, and this is embarrassing, but I, I catch myself not being content. And that I'm glad you brought that up because I was thinking the same thing while I was studying on it, but I forgot to notate it. If we're not, if we're not content and it's, it's easy to not be content. Well, the, we can be, have blessings everywhere and it's not good enough. We're, we have pressures all around us that are pushing us to not be content. 
And that's, you know, Jesus was so strong about mm-hmm. it. He looked Peter in the face and said, Satan, get behind me. I mean, he Jesus had a zero tolerance for sin. Zero. And so we have to face off with it every day. That's why at points in my life, I'm like, God, why did you even put me here? I hate it. I'm like, this is a sick and twisted world. Mm-hmm. I just want to go home because I don't want to face off with this junk anymore. Mm-hmm. And um, But, of course, over time, you're like, no, stop crying about that and get in the fight. You need to start speaking truth to others, and you need to also live it in your own life. So it's like, okay, the bat, the world, part of this battle is the world mm-hmm. telling you that you need more money. Mm-hmm. You need more status or else what's your life worth? That's a deception. That's Satan. You know, He's hitting you with deception. Yeah. Inst- instead of pride for Adam yeah. and Eve, we're getting hit with deception about status. I mean, who cares status? Give me a break. Yeah. That's got nothing to Keeping do with Keeping up anything. with the Joneses, and especially in, in know, the West. Yeah, I mean, and that's... Somebody's sent it that he's coming, and then he'll come with somebody else with vanity, mm-hmm. you know, someone, you know, whatever. Anyway. But but just contentment, like you said, Content- contentment. I keep saying contentment, contentment. <laughs> <laughs> the the uh, and it's kind of cool that we we're, we're doing this episode now. It almost is a four part series because this this comes on the heels of having done the Thanksgiving episode. Mm-hmm. Which was on, on obviously yeah. on, on thankfulness, right? Yes, yes. On yes. being thankful, contentment in what we have. Neither one of those. I mean, it's crazy. It. I get embarrassed, Gabe, when I look around, and I'm worrying about this, and I'm worrying about that. This kind of does. We were talking about in the chill talk, the idea of being anxiety free. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about how in order to get that way, I mean, wouldn't you say there was perfect contentment in the walk to Emmaus? You're just yeah. completely content because you're not distracted by everything around around you in the world. You're just grateful for what you have. You're relaxed. You're this and that. It's a perfect state of contentment. Mm-hmm. And here we, here we, we, we get out in the world and we can have a million blessings. We have our children around us, and yet we think, I must work harder. I must be better. I must strive for more. Where God's got me is not good enough. I'm not content with, with where I am right now. Now, it doesn't mean you shouldn't work hard. I'm not saying that. But you really should have a statement of contentment. What if we lose everything? Will we be content then? What are we striving for more for? Is it for our own glory? Pride comes before destruction. You know, I hear, hear that saying said all the time, pride comes before a fall, right? It kind of shortens that whole scripture. It actually says pride comes before destruction mm-hmm. and a haughty spirit before a fall. It's a lot thicker than just pride comes before a fall. Mm-hmm. And look what came. Look at the destruction that came. From the pride and pride leads to all sins. You could say that pride, there's no sin that does not stem from the original sin, mm-hmm. which is pride mm-hmm. and the destruction of the world. Whereas contentment, humility in all things, it's going to bless those around you. 
Paul talks about, I am content in all things, in all times. Mm-hmm. That's why when he was in prison, he was able to write these letters that went on to become books of the Bible. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you know, content. Yeah. To be content, but they weren't. Yeah. They had to get that fruit. What was it? Eve said, let me open this back up here. Uh, let me get back over to it. Genesis. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was a delight to the eyes and that the tree was be, to be desired to make one wise, whereas just before that, she had said, we're given this, we're given that, we're given, but this is the one thing we're not to, not to do, not to eat from. Mm-hmm. If she had been content, if Adam had been content, you know, you have to wonder because Adam's completely silent, being a pansy, just sitting there, <laughs> not saying a word. Ooh, ooh, what are we doing? Oh, we're munching down on this? Okay. Okay, weak, weak. Speak up. We wish he had. <laughs> Would have been nice. <laughs> yeah. But it, and it's going to be nice. And it can be nice now. You know. Yeah. But, but he didn't. He didn't. He sat there. Watches it all goes down. And, and here they go. <coughs> and here they go. How much time we got? Okay, we're all right. But it's it's a it's such you know we can look around and still see the effects of it now mm-hmm. you know uh, well the effects have multiplied many times over now yeah it's horrific but to walk away you know to end up being driven out of Eden. To be driven out of the presence of God, that is that is the punishment. That is the that's what pride gets you. That and, and look, you look around the world now. We were talking about it this morning. That the effects of pride are rampant. Yeah. Yeah. Are rampant. And and so what did the what did the fall from Eden lead to? Um they get kicked out of can you imagine, Gabe, you're you're out. You've been perfectly sheltered. You have dominion over all animals. You have free reign, walks and talks with God every day. And now all that's gone. God issues the 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 discipline, the punishment that really is coming from that in Genesis, a little bit further in Genesis chapter 3, verses 11. Let's see here. Oh, no, not 11. Verses 14. Where did I go here? Okay, 16. Verse 16, starting in verse 16. To the woman, he said, I will surely multiply your pain and childbearing. In pain, you shall bring forth children. Your desire shall be contrary to your husband. Mm-hmm. Sheesh. Mm-mm. How many times do we see that? Mm-mm. But he shall rule over you. And to Adam, he said, because you have listened to the voice of your wife and have eaten of the tree of which I commanded you, 
you shall not eat of it. Cursed is the ground because of you. In pain you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Thorns and thistles it shall bring forth to you. And you shall eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your face you shall eat bread until you return to the ground. For out of it you were taken, for you are dust, and to dust you shall return. And now you get to die. Yeah, and get out of the garden. Get out and go die. Leave the garden. <laughs> yep. And you're going to go work your tail off for life. It's a life sentence and a death sentence. And you're going to be at odds with your wife. Yeah. You're about to have problems. She's going to want your spot just like you wanted mine. So you get this. One, you've now broken. Your fellowship's not completely broken. Obviously, God continues to have fellowship, but not the same type of fellowship that was from the Garden of Eden that they'd experienced, right? Now they're out. Can you imagine? You're standing there. Put yourself in Adam's place or Eve's, depending on how you're feeling. But put yourself in their place. You're standing outside and it's done. And God's gone. Doesn't talk about them having any more conversation. And God leaves. Can you imagine? What are your thoughts, Gabe, at that moment? You're there. You're Adam. You're standing there. I'm probably just thinking what just happened. I mean, 10 minutes ago, it felt a lot better. And that doesn't really feel so good. The garden's closed off to you. I mean, in actuality, it was probably more than 10 minutes. But, you know, yesterday felt yeah. different than to, like, what just happened? How many times do we... Where's that daggum <laughs> snake? How many times do we do something that we I'd think? be like, where's that daggum yeah. snake at? Yeah. Oh, we yeah. You're before, going down. First. We were good before that snake. I want that snake out yeah. here. Did he get kicked out too? Where is he? Yeah. He go. I he want that snake. Him. Can you imagine though? I mean, you're standing there, right? And, and where do you go from here? Well, you You've had go a cush. Find yourself a new house. You've had it nice. Yeah. Yeah. And and now you're if you're Adam, your wife don't look the same. You know, if you're Eve, your husband don't look the same. No. They just look different now. You know, when someone's mean to you, they don't look the same as they did when they were nice to you. Or when they betrayed you, Mm -hmm. they don't look the same as they did before they betrayed you. Mm -hmm. They seemed a lot better. In fact, they could do no wrong. Now they hurt you. Now they look different. It's weird. Now we're going to go together. So there's enmity between each other. I don't even know what that means, but... Just strife. Just... Okay. Yep. So yeah. Yeah. Enmity. Yep. Now now you've got that problem. Yeah. And... but we're we're separated, so we're kind of from God. So now we you're having to work the land, you're need each other, deal with the you're all I got. Thistles. So you're constantly, you know, you're annoyed now because of that. Just and if you're Adam, do you ever look over at her kind of sideways, like, why'd you tell me? Why'd you? Yeah, they're both men and women have looked looked at each other sideways throughout history. And no, then if you're Eve, you're like, yeah. why didn't you be a man and say yeah. no? This is a bad idea. No. Yeah. In fact, I say no. And stand up. You know, and you got you know all of it. Ooh, it the sin multiplied mm-hmm. quick. I would imagine mm-hmm. a whole lot of self going on. Self with Eve, we can be wiser. We can be this and that. Self with Adam, oh, I'm not going to speak. Up. I'm worried about speaking up or or. You know, probably just the same. I, I, I want to be wise too, so, but I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to let her take the fall. I'm not going to take the heat. I'm not going to, you know. If he even thought that, I'm going to let her. Who knows? Like, but that's what I'm saying. Who knows? Who what knows what it, yeah. Guess what he didn't do is she he didn't did, speak did up. He didn't say anything. Big pansy. Yeah. 
just a whole lot of self going on this, self going on that, pride going on this, pride going on that. Yeah, yeah. And here we are. And what happens next? Cain and Abel. I don't like my brother. Talking about falling, yeah. I don't like the my The first brother. murder happens. Yeah, the first murder. Between brothers. The first murder is between brothers. At least he didn't try to drown him in a pool. Oh, my gosh. Sit on him when he's... When he's helpless and little. Middle children. <laughs> I was trying to toughen you up. That I still hadn't worked. I couldn't was working on it. Breathe. That's what happens when you're under the water. You went under the water. I just held you there for a you little bit. You just sat on me while I was under the water. Mm. And then I came up and you're like, oh, what happened? I didn't know what happened. Were you under my butt? Yeah. Anywho. Thanks for not hitting me with a rock. <laughs> Henry got back. <laughs> and that back was holding you down. <laughs> I let you up. <laughs> Thank you. And nobody could see the tears because you had water all over your face. Oh, You're yeah. Fine. Yeah. You're better for it. I lived. I made it. You're better for it. See, that was a, a situation of being selfless, trying to toughen you up. And God's like, because of that, you're going to have to let him, you're going to have to give him a home for a few years. Oh, man. You have to let him live in your house for a few years. That was kind of fun, though. It was kind of fun. <laughs> That's pretty chill. Talking about chill days, I don't think we had any cares in the world. Not there. much worries going on. All right, we're down a rabbit trail. We gotta, we gotta, we don't have too much time. But it was that was fun. That's pretty relaxing. Did we? We didn't have any responsibilities. Nah, you didn't have any kids. I didn't have. I had no children. And that's funny because no that spouse, no job. Like that long ago, either. no nothing. Yeah, no. just a truck with late payments on it, and yeah. Trying to buy a motorcycle. Yeah, bad choices for <laughs> girlfriends. Ish. That's about it. Ish. <laughs> Ish. That's about it, yeah. Yeah, we rode motorcycles and played video games, ate Big Macs. That <laughs> 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 wasn't too bad. Oh, my goodness. That wasn't too bad. Now, if that's my punishment, I'll take that. I'll take some more of that punishment. Get. Yeah. Sitting on me in a pool. But it was, so you get the, you get the, you get the Cain and Abel. After that, you end up leading to the flood. Yeah. Destruction of the world. Pride's running rampant. People are making fun of Noah. Pride. You know, while he's building this ark. The and, one righteous man in his family. And you think about it. It wasn't just like he was building it for about 10, 12 right. months. Yeah. They were attacking him for 120 years. Yeah. Like, dang, I just kind of recently learned that. Was it? I don't know. I don't think. I think you're thinking of the Moses years. Why don't you go ahead and look it up? Brilliant genius. We'll look it up for next time. Podcast leader. I don't need to. I already know it. You look it up. It ain't 120 years. It's 120 years it took to build that art. No. We got to keep this fact checking right. I'm going to look it up right now. No way. Our listener will be like, yep, Gabe. Yep, Gabe was correct. Six months. (laughs) <laughs> because you got to think about it. They got, you know, they grabbed construction crews and then, you know, got the, cleared the land with some bulldozers, you know, come through. How long does it, how long does it take to put up a building? About three or four months? Yeah. About four or five, six months? Yeah. Okay. Maybe not four or five. I say two years. No, I'm just kidding. It ain't two years, but it ain't 120 years. Okie dokie. 
Are you yeah. Googling it? What are you doing? I'm here? Googling that. It says, however, these 120 years are a countdown to the flood. In other words, mankind's violence had reached its peak. Da, 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 da. God declared that 120 years was the drop-dead date, quote-unquote, for mankind who is the mortal being. Genesis chapter 6, verse 3 through 7. 120 years, 120 years, 120 years. No. 120 I'm years. Still, oh, is that, if it's from Google, it doesn't count. Any true theologians that what'd are you, listening. Did you get that on TikTok? I got it from your mama, man. Billy Graham. Billy Graham. Billy Graham. <laughs> Billy Graham. That's right. But, but it, then after that, like all that ends up leading to captivity in Egypt. You well, know, it's one thing after the next, after the next, to imprisonment, mm-hmm. to murder, to. This is what stems from pride, brother. This is This is what. Stems from pride. Pride, 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 pride. What, you know, I was thinking about today and something I mean, in arguments, in anything, you know, in, in arguments, you know, there's the old saying, choose your battles. That's one of the hardest things for our family, for sure, because we tend to just jump into every battle, mm-hmm. you know. And so I, something I'm trying to work on, brother, right now is just I don't have to argue every argument, whether I unless it's about 120 years. But <laughs> but, like, but I am trying to, for instance, Jenny and I were kind of talking about something last night. And Jenny and I are both very stubborn. And um, actually, I think everybody in our family is stubborn, but but to different levels. Uh, but anyway, so we're. We're sitting there having the, a talk, just a nice talk. And she said something I didn't necessarily agree with. But we already know we disagree on on this stance a little bit. And I thought, why do I have to, do I even have to say anything? Or can I not keep the peace by not mm-hmm. choosing to, mm-hmm. by just choosing to listen to her? Yeah. And appreciate that it's my sister. She's telling me some thoughts of hers. And what's the one thing that's going to make me say anything if I have to? I mean, not the one thing, but a big thing is pride. Well, I feel like I need to, I feel like I must have my stance set on this. Yeah. You know, it's not hurting anything. It's not this. We've talked about it. She knows where I stand. I know where she stands. This is pride. Well, no, yeah. I don't agree with that. I need to, you know. Now, it's one thing if it's something leading to destruction or right. vice versa. That's yes. a different then thing. Then you got to speak up. That, and but, you gotta, but pride says I have you know. to be right. Hmm. Pride says I have to... I have to make sure my opinion. No, pride says if somebody insults me, I have to insult them back. You know, yeah. fight fire with fire. Yeah, yeah. Vengeance is here or near or something. Hmm? Fire with fire. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Anyway, but it, but it, it's, it's just destructive. I mean, it just really is. Pride comes before destruction. Yeah. It does in an argument and it's talking with anybody, especially with ministry. If you make it the second man, look how many ministers are falling right now. And it all stems from a type of pride. Inward focus on yourself rather than outward focus on God. Yeah. Yeah. You got the arrow pointing in at you. You We need to keep it pointed in the direction of God at all times. Mm Mm-hmm. You know? It's a daily practice. I know this is a little bit of a thick episode. And it's meant to be that way. Again, keep in mind we're doing a we're doing a three part series. 
And the idea of today is just to really understand, boy, the, the fall, the, the, everything that led into it, everything that was had before the fall. It's filthy. It's a filthy, nasty thing. And, and it, you know, it, it, it brings destruction. It brings nothing but destruction. Haughty spirit brings a oh. fall. Yeah. You have any final thoughts? Uh, just, just, just something to meditate on. Just something mm-hmm. to think on is what it, you know, one, it just wasn't just, you know, Satan attacking mm-hmm. Adam and Eve, you know, Satan, this, he fell first. Mm-hmm. And and then he took it to us, God's creation. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there was a little jealousy there for Satan whenever God created Adam and Eve. I'm sure Satan was like, oh, what in the world did you just do now? Now you created these beings mm-hmm. and they're kind of special. And it stands to reason he would attack mm-hmm. each person from that day on. So for the listener and for you and me, it makes sense that he's attacking. Mm-hmm. And he's going to keep on attacking. But God gave mm-hmm. us God gave us something to battle back with. That That's holy, right. holy word. Be content. Be content. Be content. Be content in the Lord. Be content in his plan for your life. Be content in what he's given to you. Yep. To be responsible for. Yep. yep. Amen. So next week we'll be doing a, uh, an episode over the, the, uh, the attempts to move forward from this fall and how they did try to do that through the law, how man tried to do that through the law. We were given the law from God and, and, uh, the way that, that God was trying to get through our thick skulls, um, how well that works out when we try to do things through work. So mm-hmm. we'll talk about that next week and then they won't get to find out what the last one's about until the end of the next show next week. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Do us a favor, click like, share, tell your friends about it. Don't be afraid. Tell us about it. If you like something, don't like something. <laughs> Hit us up on Facebook. I try to be active on there. We're gonna try to get Gabe on there one of these days. I did a Facebook live today, so tell us about it. Tell be us persistent. your thoughts. Be persistent. Send us prayer requests, whatever the case may be. We love you guys. We appreciate you guys. Thank you for listening. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this beautiful day that you've blessed us with. Thank you, Father, for everything that you've given to us. Help us to have content spirits in your will, in your way, in your path for our lives. Help us to be willing to lose everything and still not waver in our walks with you. Help us to keep our sights turned on you and not ourselves, Lord, please. Father, we thank you again for this day. We thank you for the opportunity to be in your service. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Gabe, go you into all the world. And I will preach the gospel. And I'll do the same. Talking to agriculture. What the world does that mean?